0: We are grateful for the time you take to join us for these conversations. Hello and welcome to Weekly Tech, a new technology podcast focused on navigating the digital age with wisdom where each Monday we'll dive into the most pressing and talked about technology stories in order to keep you up to date and prepared for the week ahead. Weekly Tech is brought to you by the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, and I'm your host, Jason Thacker. Alongside this podcast, we also have an email newsletter of Weekly Tech that you can subscribe to at jasonthacker.com slash tech And in this email briefing, you'll get all of the stories that we talk about here, as well as some extra links and some helpful information delivered to your inbox each Monday morning. Again, you can sign up at jasonthacker.com slash weekly tech. This week's big story is a new piece that I wrote at erlc.com called Why We Need a Solid Foundation for Navigating the Ethics of Big Tech. If we're honest, there isn't much that Americans seem to agree on these days. Even though the COVID-19 outbreak brought about some national unity, we've already begun to see the fraying of American society once again. There are a number of issues that divide people from political, social, economic, and religious issues that in many ways sort us into tribes and tribes of tribes. And it's difficult to stay up to date on the number of differing views and interest groups, but there's one concern that seems to have brought people together – which is the power and the influence of technology in our lives. There was a really interesting study from the Pew Research Center that came out last fall that for the first time ever, Americans now have less faith in technology companies than they do the church itself. This is striking because of the secularization of society and the many popular claims that religion is the main thing that divides us. It seems that technology is starting to get a bad rap, especially in the midst of a tech backlash. While in this... COVID-19 outbreak, we are starting to see a lot of the good things that technology can bring to society. There's a lot of question marks and ethical concerns around big tech and how we use these tools in our society. As people continue to have many concerns about these tools, one of the things that's really apparent is the need for a common ethic or morality when we're addressing these issues. Often we come from a lot of differing perspectives and religions and faiths, as well as a number of presuppositions when we approach the tough ethical questions about the use of facial recognition or the use of data tracking and privacy issues. As Christians, when we approach these very difficult cultural issues, we need to keep in mind the image of God and how every human being is created in that image and deserves our attention and care. This dignity isn't based on what we contribute to society or by some ambiguous idea of fairness or even notions of personal autonomy and freedom that are often grounded in constitutional law or even democratic values. While these ideas might sound good on the surface and provide maybe a common language that we can engage with on these issues, they're often very unstable definitions, and this is because they lack a transcendent foundation about how to build our ethics and our guidelines for these technologies. But the Christian understanding of human dignity, based in the reality of a creator God, helps us to navigate a lot of these difficult issues with wisdom and with care. Whether it's the baby in the womb, or the woman lying on her deathbed, the Christian understanding of the dignity of all people extends to everyone, even our enemies. This principle of human dignity applies to every single area of our society, especially in technology, which is ubiquitous in our lives. Often we don't even see the power and the influence of technology in our lives because we've grown so accustomed to it. But whether it's the effects of automation on our jobs, privacy concerns over government surveillance, or even the use of artificial intelligence in communications and in warfare, these technologies are raising very tough ethical questions that our society is seeking to grapple with and to deal with in light of a lot of these pressing issues. Whether it's issues of automation on our jobs, issues related to our family and raising our children, privacy concerns over government surveillance, or even artificial intelligence and warfare, these technologies are raising very difficult and tough ethical challenges for us that we need to be prepared for. And as Christians, we're called to step into these issues and to fight for the dignity of every human being, regardless of their social or economic status. We're called to share the hope of the gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ that saves sinners just like us. As Christians, we must keep in mind that there are always good and bad uses of these powerful technologies. Police might be able to solve cold cases using facial recognition with just a few clicks on a smartphone or use this powerful technology in order to track down dangerous criminals. But on the other hand, there are a number of privacy issues concerning these technologies like facial recognition that we've seen being used in places like China where thousands and thousands of Uyghur Muslims have been profiled and detained based solely on the fact that they didn't swear ultimate loyalty to the Chinese president and the communist state. As we increasingly rely on technology in the coming days, it's important for Christians to step back and to be thinking wisely about these issues, to recognize the value, the dignity, and worth of every single human being as made in God's image. The reality is is that nothing we create with our hands is ever going to be more valuable than our neighbor. Jesus Christ reminds us of this in the Gospel of Matthew when he sums up the entire law by saying that we're to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and we're to love our neighbors as ourself. And part of that loving our neighbors as ourself is seeing that they too are made in God's image and have ultimate value and worth. This understanding of human dignity based in the image of God can extend past so many of the things that divide us in society. When we recognize the value and worth of every single human being, this can— extend past partisan divides, religious divides, and understanding that when we're developing and using these technologies, we need to do so with wisdom in mind, not pursuing innovation for innovation's sake, but using these technologies and harnessing them for the public good and for human flourishing. If you'd like to read more about this story, you can at erlc.com or check out the show notes. After the big story each week, we'll have what we call the rundown, which is four to five different technology stories for you to be aware of as you prepare for the week ahead. First up is a story from the Wall Street Journal about how Amazon might be using data from independent sellers on the platform to develop competing products that it sells on Amazon.com. You probably noticed that there are a lot of lookalike products out, and Amazon is being investigated to see if it's using data that it learned from selling other people's products to be able to develop and sell its own. Next up is a story from Fox Business about how Zoom has officially reached 300 million users despite many privacy and cybersecurity concerns that have come to light in the recent weeks. The app grew from just 10 million users pre-pandemic to over 300 million users in the matter of a few months as people have turned to video conferencing for work and to connect with family and friends while they're staying at home during this pandemic. Next up is a story from BuzzFeed News about how Instagram is rushing out a new feature to help memorialize accounts of people who have passed away due to COVID-19 and other issues over the years. If you're anything like me, you've probably lost a few friends or family members over the last few years, and – a number of these social media platforms have been wondering how to deal with those who have passed away and how to memorialize their accounts. It's going to be interesting to see this new feature roll out into Instagram about memorializing accounts where people won't be able to log in or be able to post even with the password. The last story in the rundown this week is an opinion piece in the Washington Post by Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO and founder of Facebook. Zuckerberg writes about how data can help aid us in the fight against COVID-19 through a number of tracking and and surveillance-type programs, but also weighs those against issues of personal privacy, which have been in the news a lot lately. It's an interesting op-ed. Well, that's it for this inaugural episode of Weekly Tech. I want to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app, and to share these episodes with family and friends. You can always find show notes, as well as sign up for the email newsletter version of this podcast at jasonthacker.com podcast. Also, if there's a story you think that we should cover or to share, please email us at weeklytech at erlc.com. That's weeklytech at erlc.com. See you next week.